Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, so thank you for tuning in to Chomp at the Bit. My name is Kyle Edwards, of course. We are here. It's finally that moment since the Celtics won Game 7 against the Heat on Sunday. We've been waiting for this day. The NBA Finals are here. Game 1 out in San Francisco at the is it Chase Center. I think that's where the, where the Warriors play now. Uh, so Celtics-Warriors Game 1. So obviously, I got to go ahead, give you a little preview of the matchup, give you the uh, ins and outs of both these teams. Then by the end of the episode, I'll give you my prediction. Just to let you know, I have been, I've actually done pretty well picking winners of each series. I'm 13 and one. Only loss was the uh, Philly, uh, not Philly, Phoenix. Maverick series which I think most people were kind of shocked by that but um yeah so let's go ahead get into this hopefully won't be you know too long because I know you're anxious to get going on you know game one see what happens and see if we can learn anything for the rest of the series so let's go ahead jump into that right now alright so looking at this matchup we have two teams where coaching wise really good Steve Kerr we know how he is he's been going to stay for a while now uh, you know he came in after Mark Jackson he's gotten them over the hump a couple of times and he obviously seems like he has the attention or whatever you want to call it of the team so we know who he is some of you may not know Ime Udoka who's the coach of the Celtics he's coming in after being assistant because of Philly Brooklyn and he gets this job it wasn't the smoothest start for him which is understandable because you're going from Brad Stevens to Udoka took the players some time to get used to him and his system his voice all that struggled for about a good part of the first couple of months of the season but since first week of January they were basically the best team in basketball and it's carried over into the playoffs where they went through a tough road with Milwaukee I mean Brooklyn with the sweep Milwaukee in 7 then just finished off Miami in 7 so now here we are Celtics Warriors, which I think, based off of the four teams that were in the conference finals, this is probably the best matchup that we could have gotten. And for that reason, I fully expect this series to be really entertaining. Uh, we have we've got big names on both sides. You got Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, 
Draymond Green, with the Warriors, Celtics, you have Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, who's, I mean, Defensive Player of the Year. This is a matchup of, I think, league's best offense in Golden State versus the league's best defense with the Celtics. Two teams that are kind of interchangeable with their players on the floor, so you'll probably see a lot of switching between both teams. And then because of that, it may be there may be some lulls in the offense in this series, but I do think uh, from the Celtics perspective, yes, it's another tough challenge for them, but I do think it's a bit of a different challenge from what they experienced with the Bucks and the Heat. Because the Heat, we know, are one of those I like to kind of muddy up your offensive flow with uh, some physicality across their lineup. Not to say that Golden State doesn't have physicality. I mean, you have Draymond Green out there. You've got Wiggins who can be somewhat physical defensively. But I think this series you'll see more free-flowing movement. And I think you'll actually get an actual flow to these games. So I'm definitely excited to see it. Hopefully you are. And... I think the biggest thing with both teams will be health. Because for the Celtics, we know that Marcus Smart is dealing with, you name it, he's probably hurting. Because uh, we know about the ankle, I think the groin, among some other things. Rob Williams dealing with the knee issue from coming back from the surgery. And we know what kind of uh, impact he has, not only defensively where most people recognize what he can do but offensively he is an important part of what they like to do because with him setting screens for smart brown tatum whoever whoever's the ball handler at that point you know going stays out to worry about him as a lob threat so because of that that creates openings for whoever on the wing or the ball handler to possibly get a lane to the hoop because you can't just, you know, blitz the ball handler and leave Rob Williams roaming free in the middle because, I mean, he can get up there. Now, with the knee injury, it's a question of how many effective minutes he can give the Celtics because we've seen him play in a few games this playoff series, the playoff season, but, uh, he hasn't really been able to finish a lot of games. So that's something we're going to have to watch going forward. I do believe, according to the injury report, he's available to play. Which, I mean, game one of the finals, I'm sure he would love to be out there. So let's see if he can get... I think the Celtics case, if they can get 20 good minutes out of Rob Williams, that's a plus. Because, you know, you have Al Horford, who's turned back the clock and has played really well in these playoffs and you also have Grant Williams who's kind of had a little bit of an up and down playoff so far but I do think with a Golden State matchup for him we may see more of the early Grant Williams in this one 
because I think what kind of took away from his offensive ability was, you know, having to guard Giannis taking those hard hits. And then with Miami, he was dealing with, you know, Butler and Tucker and guys like that. So I, I fully expect Grant Williams to perform better this series than he did against the Heat. Um, but then with Golden State, you have Gary Payton. I think he's junior? I don't think he's a third. So Gary Payton Jr. You have Otto Porter, who was hobbled in the Maverick series. I think I saw that those two guys will actually be available. So for the most part, at least before game one gets underway, it looks like both teams are full, fully healthy, ready to go. And that's what you really want to see at this point. You want to see the best of both teams in a final situation to see who can come out on top. And I think, yeah, I think that was the injury so far. Okay, so then the next thing you're going to look for is what I kind of said at the top where best offense, Warriors, best defense, Celtics. So when the Warriors have the ball, we know that Marcus Smart's going to be the point of attack when Steph Curry has the ball. So now where the chess match comes in is um, if they run pick and roll, do the Celtics, you know, run smart under the screen? Do they switch? If they do, who's it going to be? most likely it'll probably be a big because you can see Draymond Green setting that screen and this is where I think if Rob Williams is 100% ready to go where you'll see his biggest impact because Rob Williams has the athleticism to block perimeter shots and he doesn't have to be right up on the guard so if he gives Curry or Poole or Thompson room to operate as they see it. Rob Williams fully healthy Rob Williams is able to close that space quickly and get a fingertip on the ball. And that can be frustrating for a perimeter player. Now conversely, if it's Al Horford, Horford will most likely close the space a little more and then we'll see if Poole, Curry try to drive past Horford and then who's going to be that secondary defender to help out um, the, the other way you know the Celtics have a really good offense when they're careful with the ball so that's going to be a big thing for them because if they can um, protect the ball limit their turnovers I think there's going to be opportunities offensively to use their size and athleticism against a Warriors team. They, yes, they play good defense, but they're not the biggest team. And Tatum, Brown, you can even throw in Derek White, Marcus Smart, they all have the ability to get to the rim and finish at the rim. And with Golden State not necessarily having your traditional rim protector, I do think that's a way that they could, you know, force Curry play defense, like with Smart going to the hoop. 
you maybe look to get Draymond Green in foul trouble getting to the rim. And then if that all is clogged up, kick it out to guys like Peyton Pritchard, Grant Williams in the corner, or Tatum's driving, he kicks it out to Brown, Brown driving, kick it out to Tatum. So I do think you're going to see a wonderful chess match between both of these teams to try to limit each other's um, biggest advantage. Um, Now for Golden State, I would say Golden State's probably the deeper team because we've seen Yudoka basically run seven, eight guys for the Celtics. And and I think there could be some concern whether or not the amount of games that they played this season. I think they played over 100 games so far. Will there be moments where maybe some guys don't have legs on a jump shot or something? Now, I think the adrenaline of the finals will be enough to carry them through. But the deeper you go into the playoffs, those the odds of that happening, I guess, does get a little bit higher. So is it something where, for the sheer reason that Golden State is a little bit deeper off the bench, are they able to take advantage of possibly some tired legs defensively with the Celtics? Of course, one thing you have to watch for is what the turnovers, like I said, with the Celtics, by keeping them low, you keep Golden State out of transition because the last thing you need is, you know, Draymond Green getting easy layups at the rim or, you know, him bringing the ball on a little fast break and turning around, kicking out to a trailing Curry pool. Thompson for a three especially in these first two games in San Francisco because that's just going to get the crowd more and more into it why why if you have T-Mobile 5G home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why Why? good question why not switch to Cox internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion now, we have seen the Celtics have no problem winning on the road in tough environments. We saw it. Brooklyn was not exactly the toughest environment, but they still won on the road there. They won on the road against the Bucks. That's a tough place to win. And then they won, what, three games in Miami. Another pretty tough place to win. So they shouldn't be phased by the Warriors crowd, but that's a building that can get loud. Um, like I said if Tatum and Brown take care of the ball we could see both of them have really big games in this series because I'm assuming Wiggins will cover one but I mean that's where Otto Porter being healthy helps because that gives you another long wing defender to throw at them but 
Um, and also Gary Payne as well factors into that rotation. So that's why those two guys are so important for them. But if the Celtics play the way that they played after the first week of January when they were really going and blowing out teams and stuff, I think they can make this a very interesting series. Now, Golden State comes into this one as a favorite. I don't think they're like an overwhelming favorite, but they are a favorite. And with that, also, kind of this backstory to this series is if the Warriors were to pull this one out, you know, Steph Curry gets his fourth ring. Um, I think the Warriors would pass the Bulls in terms of championships won for the organization. And you'll hear a lot about what a win can do for Steph Curry's legacy. Um, that's that's a, it's a very interesting backstory to this whole thing, as well as what a title would do for Tatum and Brown. They're a pair that's kind of been polarizing in a way because when they're going well, people see how dominant they can be. But when a team's losing, there's a lot of questions about whether the two of them can coexist. Now, that has to be out of the window at this point because the two of them finally got over the hump of the Eastern Conference Finals and made it to a finals. And because of that, that's something else you want to see. You may have to pay attention to because the Warriors come into this with 100 and like it's like 130 games or something of finals experience on their roster while the Celtics have zero games. Now, it's one thing to make it through the playoffs, make it through conference finals, but the NBA finals is a whole other animal. So in moments where maybe some inexperience creeps in with the Celtics, Golden State has a crazy amount of experience to draw on. I don't think it's going to be a big factor necessarily, but it could be a factor in certain games, certain like five-minute junctures in the series or something like that. It's kind of low on my list of things to watch for, but it is something that can creep up at times. Now, because of that, I do think, you know, for the Celtics getting to this point is a win for them. They should be coming into this, I guess the expression, playing with house money. And because of that, they should be as aggressive as they want to be leave it all out on the floor and just just you know make it as tough on Golden State as possible also with that I think that puts added pressure on Golden State to get this done because it will be viewed a certain way for a team with all this with all this experience to lose to a team that is one perceived as being not as deep as they are two lacks the experience that they do both on the court and on the sideline because Kerr been around you don't go first first time at the head coaching chair but he's been on benches before but we know being an assistant coach is different from being a head coach um, 
I guess in terms of you know um, it's like I say yeah so pressure is on the Warriors and uh, it's just going to be a really fun series so I think the X factor for the Warriors will be I'll go Jordan Poole because Jordan Poole is is going to have to be that third scorer because we know what Curry can do we know what Thompson can do but we've also seen at times during this playoff run where one of those guys might be off one night and I think whereas some other teams that they played haven't been able to take advantage of that necessarily I think the Celtics with their Tatum and Brown connection are more than capable enough to take advantage of one of those guys being off to win to steal a game or two so Jordan Poole can be the unquestioned number three scorer they'll be fine and because of that it will take some pressure off of Wiggins because I think Wiggins is going to have most of his focus defensively in this series to slow down either Tatum or Brown at times interchangeable between the two uh, X Factor for me for the Celtics I think it's got to be Rob Williams and um, with that is basically health related because if Rob Williams is healthy enough to play each one of these games I think he can have he can put his fingerprint on each game whether it's clearing the boards offensively and defensively disrupting perimeter plays for the Warriors um, lob passes at the rim he, he can affect the game in so many ways now if Rob's knee becomes an issue I guess my backup X Factor for the Celtics would be Marcus Smart because he's going to have to take on the challenge of you know, covering the Curry or Draymond in a you know, pick and roll situation you might even see him on Thompson at times see him on a variety of players defensively and then offensively He's going to have to be tasked with keeping the offense going. When the Celtics get into trouble, a lot of times it's when he's out on the floor and Tatum and Brown are doing the bulk of the ball handling and then Smart turns it to a spot of shooter, which which is not the strength of his game. If Smart can command the ball, get the offense going, I mean, he can be masterful in this series and maybe put some fouls on Curry or Poole or whoever's guarding him. Um, So I guess with the X Factors, breaking down the matchups, I think the only thing that's left is the prediction. And you can call me a homer for this. Sure, but I'm going to go Celtics in seven I think this is going to be a long series I've seen some people like pick the Warriors in like five or something I I think that's crazy I wouldn't be totally shocked but I think it's crazy same way I wouldn't see the Celtics winning in five either 
I, I think this is gonna be a back and forth series. I ex fully expect. Um, I fully expect the Celtics to win a game in San Francisco the same way I expect the Warriors to win a game in Boston. Just trying to think if there's anything else. Yeah, I think that's... Well, I guess the MVPs. So, since I'm picking the Celtics to win in seven, I think the MVP is going to be Jason Tatum. Because the Celtics pull us out in seven, I fully expect Tatum to have a couple of 30-point games, a couple of double-double games where he's giving you like 28 and 12, and probably averaging five, six assists. If he puts up a line of like 28, 11, and 6, it'd be hard-pressed not to give him the MVP if they win it. And, I mean, if they win it, I mean, I would, I would love that. But, um, but yeah, so let's go ahead, I guess, wrap this up. So, like I said, I'm going... Celtics and seven back and forth series. I think I think an NBA fan that's not from Boston or San Francisco or a fan of either team will love this series. I think offensively they'll be able to see basketball played in a way that might was should be appealing to them. Ball movement, player movement, you know. Knockdown shooting, get to the rim. There'll be a variety offensively. Defensively, you'll see guys, you know, pulling out the shorts, really getting into it defensively. And yeah, I, I can't wait for this one. So, of course, let me know what you think. Uh, you can do that, you know, uh, by following me on Twitter at Chopper Podcast. That way we can interact as well. Um, you can let me know, I guess, uh, comment or review wherever you're listening to this. As you know, podcast is available. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's, it's out there. So definitely like, subscribe, share. I would greatly appreciate that. And uh, yeah strap in get ready i i think it's gonna be a great ending to a interesting season uh, of course i'll be here after every game hopefully to break them down but um but yeah so as i always say be safe out there god bless i'll catch you next episode all right i'm out How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.